So I just shared an episode from Crystal Love for Jesus. Um, the title is something about the devil doesn't want you to see this. Or I can't remember exactly, but I know it's got the devil in the title or whatever. But the guy says something interesting, right? And you have to think, like, when God gives you dreams, they're usually catered to you specifically. Now, I do feel like people who have, like, a platform where they're, like, you know, like a YouTube channel or a Rumble channel or if they're on Twitter or Instagram or on Facebook and they have, like, an audience and they have already developed a pattern where... You know, they're in like deep prayer and worship and they're re receiving, you know, a word from the Lord or whatever. And it's put on their heart and put in their spirit to share that to their on their platform. In those instances, instances, those those messages or warnings are are probably. Well, I mean, it's not probably I mean, it's just depending on what it is, but. The Lord knows you, and he knows everything that's going on in your life and everything that's going on in my life. So if you, you've you developed a habit or a routine of doing that, he could have that message, you know. Sometimes it's it's a, it's a dual message, right? It's a message for, it's a warning for you and for them. Well, with this guy, he, he admitted that, you know, his wife hasn't came to the Lord yet. She hasn't received the Holy Spirit, but he's... You know, praying that she will and hoping she will soon. I don't know all the details to that situation, but the the reason I wanted to to you know add some commentary to that video, and I debated if I should just add it to that episode or just do a separate one. I figured I'd do a separate one because I I didn't know how long I'd be speaking. But anyways, he says something about um, and I can't recall. I'm distracted, but. If it was after the rapture, I think it was after the rapture or whatever, that he said there was a gorilla with a mask and it said the, the, all the hypocrites are gone. So I started thinking like, like because I know there's people that have remarried and that could be a, adultery and fornication um, if, if it's not under like the biblical principles or guidelines like for me there was infidelity in my marriage so I'm like a hundred percent I'd say 99.9% .9 certain that the Lord does not want me in another relationship you know um, and the, re the reason I say that is because I've tried I've tried relentlessly and uh, it just it just never culminated. It never worked out, you know. And so, and, and sometimes it's because it's there's issues with um, the women. You know, they're still like worldly. Um, so like, anyways, I don't want to get off topic. Hold on, real quick. All right, sorry about that. I had to go through the car wash. I almost gave this guy my. Uh, my hoodie because when I came through yesterday he was like man I like that hoodie and uh it wasn't like a hoodie I designed it was one I bought somewhere I told him where I bought it at but I'm wearing a different hoodie today but I, that one's still in my back seat and I almost gave it to him I think it was just like a 
$30 hoodie or something like that. I don't know, but I ended up not doing it. I kind of wanted to, but, you know, just because I was going to um, try to share the gospel with him. But I know he said God bless, bless you to me um, the other day, so I'm pretty sure, you know. I mean, that's the thing. People know about God. You know, people talk to God. But just like this episode that I, sh I shared with you guys from Crystal Love for Jesus YouTube channel, it's having that relationship. And this is the thing. When you're in a relationship, right, whether it's a business partnership, um, you know, a relationship with your wife, <clears throat> I guess if you're a woman with your husband, um, if you have children, if you have, you know, you know, with your parents or, you know, your cousins or whatever, there's things out of respect that you may not do if it bothers them, right? So, let's say you go to your parents' home and you're a smoker and they don't smoke, you know, and... Maybe they can't be around smoke. Maybe they, they have like issues with asthma or they're on a breathing machine or something like that. They have an oxygen tank and you have anything combustible or flammable around them. You're going to respect them and you're not going to smoke in front of them or light a cigarette or whatever, right? It's out of respect, you know what I mean? But it's also the agree to disagree. You may thoroughly enjoy that and they don't. You know, but for the sake of the relationship, you don't violate that. Hold up. Alright, so, man, the devil's working on me already. He just does it, you know what I mean? Like, every day he just tries to cause problems. And you get mad because you pray for those problems to not occur beforehand, right? Like, Lord, please cancel all the plans of the enemy on my life today, on my job, yada, yada, yada. And he still is able to do it because he wants you to get mad at God for not honoring the prayer, right? And God's allowing it to test you to see if, if you're going to get mad at him for not answering your prayer. I don't know. It's just it's insanity. Um, again, I feel like I go through a lot of it because I'm not lukewarm and every day, you know, I'm going out of my way to spread the gospel. the whole thing about having a relationship with the Lord. You know he doesn't like sin. The Bible says to abstain from all appearances of wickedness, right? So, there's sometimes where I, I just can't find I'm always busy. So even when I go home, I got stuff to do. You know, I'm always working. So, um, but sometimes I like just some background noise. So I'll turn something on you know, usually it's YouTube, but the thing is with YouTube, when it just runs, it can just end up on crazy, you know, 
just crazy videos. Like you could you could start off listening to a, a pastor preach a sermon, and then somehow it ends up on New Ageism or Satanism, and then it, it goes and then they got the ads and there's videos, and, it's, and then, so sometimes you just try to put on like a movie in the background, and that's the same thing in autoplays. So it's just like, as soon as I hear something that I know I don't want to be listening to, like profanity or, you know, anything that's like sexual or whatever, I got to hurry up and try to turn it off, you know. Really the best thing for me is just like chill step, just playing some chill step in the background um, or like some instrumental music that Kyle love it. He does like a lot of worship instrumentals, like spiritual warfare instrumentals anyways the point that I'm trying to make is God knows if you're not trying to get rid of the sin in your life it's just like a thought that's that's lingering around in the back of your mind he's fully aware if you're not committed to him that's why it's like a hundred percent focused on on Jesus or you're no good. I th what was the, the Bible scripture that um, if he turns away from the plow that he's not fit for the kingdom? There's a scripture um, about that. shortest scriptures that I remember is remember Lot's wife right she turned she turned back just to look just to look and she got turned into a pillar of salt because they were committed this is your escape don't look back you know what I'm saying and that's what's scary about the rapture because we're in this physical world we have attachments because we're here, you know. People have children and family members and jobs and mortgages and bills and, you know, just worldly concerns and affairs that they're enmeshed in, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it seems natural for somebody to um, be thinking about those types of things, you know. That's what's sad about the whole thing. Hold up. Oh, every day, every day it's this way. The distractions is just non-stop. But um, I just wanted to let you know that we're all hypocrites, right? But there's a difference in hypocrites that are actively doing their homework and trying to correct the mistakes that have become bad habits, right? And that is what I feel like is the determining factor. Of course, I don't know, you know what I mean? Because I'm not God, because God seems pretty serious about, you know, turning away from sin. That, that seems like a, a huge deal. Go and sin no more, he told the lady, right? If, if your eye caused you to sin, what's he want you to do? 
That's right. Pluck it out. Your arm caused you to sit. What's he want you to do? That's right. Jump off. Because it's better to enter heaven maimed, disfigured, mangled, than it is to go to hell with your body fully intact. So this is serious, you know. And uh, I've been struggling a lot, man. It's been such a battle. This is such a hard road. It's so difficult. It's so challenging. I get it, you know what I mean? And it's, it's for me, isolation has kind of been a good thing, you know, even though it, it's almost borderline insanity, you know, when you're isolated because of no actual deep connections with humans, you know? And when I tried that, like when I tried to go work and get an actual job and it was just chaos and mayhem. And, you know, at that job, I was trying to, you know, be a part of the team and, you know, be a good uh, co-worker and team player. But the environment was just so putrid. It was just so disgusting with the perverse speech. And, you know, I guess I can talk about it now because I don't work there no more. But I was working at National Tire Warehouse, which is a huge corporation and company. And every day I come into work, my manager and assistant manager would be like, what's up, queer? What's up, fag? And I'm sorry for using that type of language. But me not being in the work workforce has always been pretty much independent my whole life. You know, before I gave my life to Christ, I was a drug dealer, you know. So, um, yeah, I was kind of independent in, in that aspect, you know, and then, uh, hold on. Alright, I'm not going to stress about it. That's one thing I'm starting to learn that, you know, there's a blockage, there's some type of obstacle sometimes, even though I'm persistent and I keep pushing until I try to overcome the obstacle, sometimes I just don't know if it's God, you know, sometimes God's just allowing that block that obstacle to be there for whatever reason so I just I just step over it and just let it be like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let the devil steal my joy I'm not gonna get stressed out about it it's just bad timing you know but anyways um, a couple things that helped me to deal with the fact that I'm forced to exist against my will getting mad at God because he's violating my free will because I'm voicing to him that I don't want to exist voicing to him that I don't want to participate and I'm voicing to him that I think it's selfish that he's forcing me to exist for his pleasure knowing that there's a, a strong possibility that I could end up in hell so I'm always telling God well I was always telling God that I don't want to do this you know like obviously I didn't exist before I existed you know so how can I agree to exist and go through this and I'm like, nobody in their right mind is going to go through such a horrible um, experience and, and gamble their eternity. I just don't think anybody in their right mind would gamble their eternity. Like, who's going to roll the dice knowing that there's a strong possibility that you'll end up in hell? I just don't see anybody willingly wanted it, wanting to take that chance so for me the only way that I can get through life and 
to deal with the stuff that I'm, I'm dealing with is I have to imagine that I agreed on some level if I was in an exalted state next to the Lord thinking, you know, I was puffed up and I'm next to God, the creator of, of everything. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go to earth. I'll, you know, I'll go there and try to win souls for the kingdom. And I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get hypnotized by sin. I'm not going to fall into the devil's trap. And I know that, you know, my get out of jail free card is to always call on, on you and always call on Jesus. And, and, you know, I'll be able to get out of the situation no matter what, because you're God, you're on my side. So yeah, man, let's do it. Sign me up. I have to think that's what happened before I incarnated into this into this physical realm you know I remember one time I went to this church and you know I forget the whole reason I went there you know it was really at the beginning of my walk and I was there to probably try to get some advice from God but I was going to speak with the people at the church which I think they were prophetesses or there was some, you know, something that I believe was special about them to where they had more of a connection with the Lord than I did. But when I went there and I'm asking them all these questions, they told me to close my eyes and, you know, imagine me approaching God on his throne and asking him, which actually made me pretty upset because I didn't want to do that. I wanted to ask them the questions, to ask God for me. And so it didn't go any any way near what I expected. You know, it, it filled my expectations. So when I did this, you know, exercise, I, you would say, and I did that. Like I imagined, you know, like I was a little kid and I was walking up to God at his throne and I, I barely came up to his shin you know like I was just a little kid like the way I imagined it and it was just like I'm asking God and as soon as I began to try to ask him these questions he already answered me and I'm like why do why do I why did you create me or something like you know why did you force me to exist and he it was like he chuckled and said you've always existed I was mad at that response, you know, and I was just like, I've always existed, and so it was just like, I couldn't win with God, like, the questions I was asking, but then, it made me think, like, those answers came to me before I could even finish asking the question, and then I began to doubt if I was actually speaking to God, so fast forward to now, you know, um, I don't really know how that works, you know, like, if I've always existed, then I guess I signed up for this mission. And if I sign up for this mission, then I can't blame God. I have to blame me because I'm the one that chose to come here. Now, why would I choose to come here? Maybe because the mission was to win souls for the kingdom, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing for like the past five or six years, you know. But to get back to the topic that we're all hypocrites, yeah, I think we all are. It's, it's about learning, you know, learning what, what God's expectations of us are. He's the creator, you know, what he says goes. And as frustrating as that might be, he obviously knows what he's doing 
because of the fact that he is God. You know, he knows everything to the molecular level, to the science of that, you know, to the beginning of cell life and probably deeper than that, to things that we, we couldn't even possibly, you know, understand or comprehend. So, you know, the fact that, you know, he knows every grain of sand, like these things are numbered to him. To us, it's just unlimited. You know, we can't conceptualize this. So we just have to know that he's just so great. Like the magnitude of his greatness is just, there's just no words to describe it. And then we just have to understand that he does have our best interest at heart. And, um, Obviously, what we're going through is something we have to go through. And the goal is to become less of a hypocrite as much as possible. And every day that every day we all have homework. And this is the thing. If you ask for patience, you're going to go through more of those situations that try your patience, which also seems frustrating and can also make you angry at God as it did with me. Because I'm trying to get out of those situations. I'm trying to avoid those situations. And those situations increase. So I've just come to realize it's because he's given us more opportunity to make the correct decision when those situations arise. I just had three bad situations. I don't want to say bad situations. I had three situations that just occurred since I started doing this episode. Within the 20-something 20 minutes I've been doing this, it's been interrupted. So I've actually probably spent you know, 40 minutes or close to an hour trying to record this because of the interruptions. And why? Well, why Why wouldn't the devil try to disrupt something that could be beneficial to another believer that's, that's trying to, you know, get a deeper um, perspective on their walk with the Lord and what they're going through and why they're going through it. You know, I don't know if this can help somebody. I'm hoping that it can. You know, I think it is because I don't see why the devil would interrupt it so much. You know, so let me just pull over here for a second so I can focus and get my thoughts together. But uh, yeah, and um, so those are the things, right? The devil is the accuser, so he's he's going to constantly be in our mind, submitting those thoughts into our brain that, you know, we're failures because we failed in the past. But the beauty of this moment right now is that, yes, we, we are aware that we made those mistakes in the past. And we're aware that we seem to make those mistakes when a chain reaction of things happen. Well, those chain reaction of things are not by accident. The devil is setting traps. He's baiting the traps. He's creating these snares to catch his prey. But he's not really that intelligent. He's just persistent because he has nothing else to do. These demons don't sleep, so they're constantly working 24-7 to try to set these traps. Thankfully, God is protecting us in all the ways that we can't protect ourselves. But in the ways that we can protect ourselves and the ways that we can 
excuse me, in the ways that we can fight back and, and use spiritual warfare and use these tools that he's given us, he's going to allow us that space to implement those teachings so that we can gain that advantage. You know, and it was just the other day, I was actually just yesterday, I was thinking I was doing praise and worship because I was finding it hard to, to, to praise and worship God because I've just been in this funk where I'm just like, I don't want to exist no more because who wants to exist when the devil is harassing you like this? When the devil is just constantly, constantly torturing you night and day, who who wants to deal with that? I'm miserable because of that. I hate my life because of the torture and the harassment from the enemy. And he's using any and everybody that he can. You know, out of people just do evil things to me that I don't even know. Strangers just pop up out of nowhere to be evil towards me. And for a lot of people trying to explain these things going on in their life, for the non-believer or for the disconnected believer who's not going through this type of spiritual warfare, that's not going through this turbulence, the enemy puts it in their mind that you are crazy. That obviously, if you're having issues with all of these people everywhere you go strangers and you know new environments you know you're go you're you're going to this exercise class and you had a problem there or you went to this gym and you had a problem there or you went to this conference and you had issues there or you went to this facility or to that company or you were with this provider and you know wherever you're going there's just problems I feel like the enemy puts it in the people's minds, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a relative, whether it's a friend, that you're the problem because you're having problems everywhere you go. So you must be the, the issue because there's nothing wrong with the world. That's just false. You know what I'm saying? I was, um, I was speaking with, a uh, uh, an individual that I met recently and I was just sharing, you know, a lot of stuff with them, you know, CRISPR, you know, CRSPR and human genome editing and splicing and, you know, the flat earth. And of course, there's always a disagreement with the flat earth. Like people, they just got their hand and their head in the sand. And if you're in my age bracket, like if, if you're in between 40 and 50, then you're aware of when we had the Encyclopedia Britannica's, which those, you know, described the flat earth. And then they sent people around to try to collect all these encyclopedias. So, you know, the the globe model is a fairly is a fairly new concept. You know what I mean? But there's there's hundreds of scriptures that depict that we live on the flat earth. And if, if you're a Christian to really debate that is 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 almost comical to me. Because um, I think even at Prophecy Watchers, uh, uh, what's his name, Gonzo or um, Mondo Gonzalez or something like that, I think he has like a telescope and he's real into astronomy and stuff like that. And it's just like, I had a telescope and I looked at the stars and all the stars look watery. It looked like there was a, a barrier of water between here on earth and the stars in space. 
which concludes the fact that there is a glass firmament with water above it. Just like there's water, the water separated between the waters. So there's footage of scuba divers that are underwater and then at the bottom they see other water. Now you got your paid government disinformation agents, you know, you got your tears, you got your hybrid entities, which is Nephilim DNA mixed with human DNA, and their function and role is to sow seeds of doubt and discouragement. Anything to doubt God's word. It's what Satan's been doing since the beginning. And I want to recommend this book again called Walking Amongst Us, Walking Among Us, The Alien Plan to Control Humanity by David M. Jacobs, Ph.D. All right. Um, the website is redwheelwiser.com and wiser is W-E-I-S-E-R. So I'm guessing you could get it there as well. I got this off of Amazon. And in this book, like I said, this guy, uh, I think he's a psychiatrist. And people are coming to him about their alien abductions. And he's probably doing, you know, uh, regression hypnosis on them or whatever. And, you know, they're giving very detailed accounts of their interactions with these aliens which we know those are fallen angels we know they're they're nephilim um you're entitled to your opinion but i just feel like the general consensus of believers that have developed uh, a relationship with our creator you know and we're holy spirit filled you know we we've come to this understanding right because we believe god and his word is unfallible you know and He's God, you know, he gave us the blueprint, he gave us the instruction manual, and um, it is what it is, you know, that's kind of what this podcast is, like, there's a lot of it's in here, my books get into it deeper, um, I'm actually excited to, to start working on my book soon, so I'm praying for this blessing to come through, um, actually, I feel like I'm being attacked so heavily because I do feel like that blessing is near, I really hope it's it's... I don't want to say it's a rapture. I just hope it's it's my reunion with the Lord, you know. So whether I go in my sleep or <laughs> I'm caught up like Elijah or Enoch, whatever. I don't care. I just want to be with the Lord ASAP. And uh, I really love God. And it breaks my heart that his heart is broken. That, you know, that his children... um. A lot of his children may not return to him. Um, of course, I'm always praying that we do everything possible so nobody ends up in hell. And I feel like he will honor those prayers because he's a good God. He wants his children with him in heaven, you know. And um, so that's what I'm praying for. And I think it isn't just me. I think a lot of believers are praying for that because he's been so merciful in saving me and saving them and bringing us out of a sinful lifestyle and that's why it's just like we really have a heart we have to have a heart for the sinners that's entrenched in their sin because they're lost so when we see those drug addicts on the corner begging for money you know it we really need to take that time you know what's five minutes off your detour 
you know, just to pull over and sit there and, and, and talk to them and see where they're at and minister to, to them and share the gospel. But the number one important thing is acceptance. Accept them. Because everybody grows up differently. Everybody grows up in different environments and we don't know what they go through until we take the time to sit there and talk to them. Do you know how much it means to a homeless person for you to park your car, go over there and sit down next to them? You're not standing up looking down at them. You sit down, you get on their level, you look them in their eye, you sit close to them. You know what I mean? And you're there with them because that's how Jesus is with us, you know, and you you spend that time with them. You spend that time with the non-believers. You spend the time with the Hindus, with the Buddhists, with the New Agers, with the goth kid, you know, with the Satanists, with the atheists, you know, with the, 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 the Scientology individuals because those Scientologists man they're putting those flyers in all these restaurants they're putting those flyers in all these stores they're they're say the, the people that are working for Satan are working harder than the Christians and it's disgusting I, I've had this this e-commerce store for a grip for a long time I'm talking about years and years and years and it's I've had different names and you know Whatever, because I'm constantly trying, like, why am I not getting it? You know, I know it's marketing. That's my my thing. I don't got the money to pay for marketing. I got to do grassroots promotion. It's not about me making money as much as it is as getting the gospel out there. And I don't care about it. I just want people to get a Sharpie and write on a white T-shirt. To get a Sharpie and write on, on the, those pair of old tennis shoes that you cut the grass in. Just get a Sharpie and write on the trash can. You know, write somewhere where people are going to see it. You got a wooden fence? Write on that. Like, we need to get this scripture out there. We need to fight for people so they don't go to hell. That's what it's about. It's not about works. That's not even works. That's love for humanity. And that's why I get so disgusted. I got to stop following these YouTube channels that are constantly reiterating. It's not about works. You can't work your way into heaven. And they just slam it and slam it and slam it. But what are they doing? They're doing a form of works every time they upload a video. But who are they really working for? Are you really working for the enemy if you're not... If you're not preaching repentance, they're not preaching repentance. They're preaching complacency. Just believe in Jesus and you're going to go to heaven. I feel so bad for those individuals that are doing that. But really at this point, I just don't even think that they're they're of God's DNA, you know, of of you know of um Noah's DNA. Of Adam's DNA. Because um, the tears are here. And that's what I was expressing to this individual I was talking about. Like these demons are in human form. This book is talking about these aliens are coming to the abductee's house. And, and the abductee is teaching them about email and teaching them about, you know, eBay and, you know, social media and 
not just like how, you know, appliances in the house work, how to do dishes, how to, they're teaching them how to integrate into society. And you're talking about, these are, excuse me, these are abductions, abductee testimonies from before 2000s, you know, when, when these hubrids, which are like human alien hybrids, which are really human demon hybrids, were probably teenagers, early 20s. So fast forward 20-something years, they're, they're in their 50s, 60s now. Now, of course, you still got the teenagers, you know, but they're, 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 they've been, their DNA has been highly manipulated to the point they're unnoticeable now. Now, as you can tell from the episodes that I posted yesterday about, um, let me see if I can pull up that guy's name for you real quick. It was that doctor that was talking about creationism, you know, and, um, I can at least tell you the episode name so you can um, scroll down and find it. Uh, James Tour, James Tour, or Jim Tour. But there is a debate between him and Dave Farina. And uh, another episode was Top Scientist on God that was posted yesterday. And we have been lied to. Um, so there's three episodes from... Uh, James tour that you can dig into and I'm just planting seeds. I mean, go and do your own research, but you know, ask God to guide you, you know, say that prayer when you do your research so he can guide you so you can come to know these truths. I was telling the individual about the, the, um, Hamas, um, sleeper cells in America. And, you know, they seemed a little worried about that. I'm not worried. You know, we got God. There's just nothing to worry about, you know, what you need to worry about is dotting your I's and crossing your T's, making sure you're forgiving everybody, making sure you're making amends. You know, even if, if, if people from your past that are holding grudges against you, so what? Reach out to them and just let it know. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. You know, I understand if you don't want to speak to me, but I just want you to know I am deeply sorry. You know, even if you didn't do anything wrong, just apologize. And I know the devil will try to make it difficult to do that, to, to make it difficult to do the face to face meeting, you know, to, to send to send uh, the, 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 the call them on the phone. So send a text message, send an email. And if, if, if those are really tough for you to do, find a mediator, find somebody that, that you know, that knows them and get them to intercede for you. You know what I mean? I had to do that with my half brothers, with my stepbrothers. I had to get one of my stepbrothers to reach out to another stepbrother to try to mend the situation, you know, and he never got back to me. He was like, yeah, this, he copied and pasted the text that he sent. I'm like, yeah, I sent him the text. Well, I sent him text messages too. I wanted you to call him for me. They didn't want to do it. So the devil is just working against everybody. None of my family wants to speak to me. None of my family want to talk to me. None of my old friends want to be around me. That's what happens. Oh, well, boo-hoo, who cares? All we could do is, is pray for him and keep it moving because the devil is going to try to keep creating new beefs, new grudges, new problems, new enemies. That's what he's doing. That's his focus. We just got to be aware of that and not let that happen. 
You know what I mean? Who cares what people think about us? Oh, he copped out. He copped deuces. He's a coward. He's scared. He's this. He's that. Who cares what the devil's got them thinking about us? It doesn't matter. We need to just worry about what God thinks about us. And God wants us to be humble. God wants us to be meek. He wants us to be compassionate. So let's just do what God wants us to do. You know, we're not perfect at it. We know that. But we have to put forth the effort and try. Because that rapture is going to create that division. And we want to be with the Lord. So we, you can hide things, you know. Like, oh, yeah, my bad. I missed your phone call. I'm sorry. I slept in. You know, you can lie to people. You cannot lie to God. You know, we can't lie to him. So that's why we, we have to, to put forth the effort. And we have to understand that our emotions don't always align with that action. I'll repeat that. Our emotions and feelings may not always align with the correct action and steps to take that the Lord wants us to take. And that's okay. Just ignore the, that ne those negative feelings, you know. Sometimes, you know, I don't feel like pray, praising and worshiping. There's, you know how many days I've had since I've had this podcast where I can't even listen to some of the stuff that I'm posting? Like, I'm fighting to get through it because I'm just that the, 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 the spirit of the Antichrist is so heavy around me, accusing God, attacking God, you know, that it's hard for me to, to sit through that stuff and get through it. So sometimes I just don't post it. You know, like I'll down, download it. I'll be writing right about the post episode and I just back out of it completely. And I'm like, man, I don't even want to hear this crap, man. I'm about to listen to some chill step, you know, get my mind off of it. I need to go to the gym and run. I, I just need to get my mind off of it because the spiritual warfare is so heavy. The spiritual warfare, the attacks is just so immense in those moments. I need an escape, you know, thankfully God is patient and you know, I look forward to these moments, you know, the, 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 the retrospection, the introspection where the reflection, I can just look back and I'm glad that I'm, I'm past that situation and I don't have beef with the Lord, that I don't have any ill will towards the Lord. Cause it's been such a tough battle. Um, like I just, there's so many times I've thrown my hand up and trying to surrender. Just like, I don't care. You know, and I'm yelling at Lord, just let the devil kill me. Just get, kill me. Get me out of here. Like, I don't want to exist. Give me non-existence. I couldn't tell you how many times I've begged to not exist. That's how painful this life is for me. That's how painful the mental torture and the spiritual warfare is for me. That's how intense it's been for me to, to continue uh, being on the front line trying to spread this gospel, you know. And thankfully, I've got music that I created for myself. Nobody listens to my music. Ain't nobody checking for me. That's the world that, that we're in. Nobody cares unless you're creating worldly music. And the demons have such a powerful influence on that because the demons are encouraging you to do everything that will bring you to hell. The demons are going to encourage you to do things that will create legalities for them to have more power over your life. That's what they do. And our fight and our war is to not allow that to happen because it just sets us up for more 
torture, for more depression and oppression and misery. And we don't want that. We want to be free. We want to be light. We want to be happy. We want to trust that God has his best intentions for us. And we want and we want to move like that and live like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, my finances are attacked every single day. You know, I don't even know how I've been able to, to stay afloat this long. Like, it's sad, you know, and I just don't have. Maybe it's pride, you know, I just don't have the heart to just constantly ask people to donate money, you know, but I need it. I need it so bad. And it's just and it's like, God, and I'm trying to find so many different ways to make money. But those opportunities are just not available. Man, look. It's hot here. I'm like baking here. But um, let me do this. Because the wind. But yeah, man. So it's just been. You know. I'm hoping the finish line is soon. I'm hoping we're like about to cross the finish line. Uh. Because it's tough, you know. And that's, that's what I was saying the other day. It's like, you know what I realized? I don't have good days. I just have horrible days. And then days that are not as horrible, you know. But for the most part, I just have bad days every day. You know. And like, the only victory for me is making it home at the end of a long day. And just being able to lay down on my couch, you know, and just going to sleep, you know, being able to, to make it home to go to sleep is the victory, you know. Now, once I'm asleep, you know, it's like as soon as I, I'm, I'm dreaming, I still got to I got to deal with all that, those attacks, all the spiritual warfare in the dream realm, um, which depletes you and drains you. And uh, it's the enemy, you know. I mean, I pray against it, you know. I, I definitely pray against it. But pr prayers don't always get answered, you know. Um, I feel like 99.9% .9 of my prayers don't get answered. You know, personally, that's just the way I feel. Um, hold on a second. So... What choice do we have? You know, we all want to quit. We all want to give up. That's just not an option. You know, take a break. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, re-energize, you know, get your get your strength back. And when you get it and you get that boost, hit the enemy hard. And that's why I said we have to spread the gospel. I would have designed some more window decals on my site. And, and that's cool because I know some people don't want to put bumper stickers on their vehicle. With these window decals, it's plastic. So it's not going to leave any like adhesive um, sticky tape or residue on, which, on, on your windows, you know. I mean, there'll probably be like a smudge or something, you know, and you can wipe that off with some Windex. But I'm going to try to create some more of those because those seem really inexpensive you know, like I'm trying to keep things very inexpensive. Like I'm trying to keep things as cheap as possible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, some things take a, 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 you know, like the skateboards, those take a long time to design, man. And it's frustrating. Like I got a, a few designs going and, you know, sometimes it could take weeks, 
you know, to get those designs done. Um, you know, definitely could take a full day if I'm just there, you know, it could take a whole eight hour day to just get two boards done, you know, so it's, it's a process because the measurements and, and the templates don't always line up or they don't have the right templates that I need, you know, the, the right format for the templates and it's just a whole thing. And then there's a whole bunch of different types of, of boards and it's just the same thing with whatever I'm designing. But I definitely want to have thousands and thousands of items on my site. It's just, I got work so much. I just need help, you know. And it's like, I I pray to God for the help, you know. And really, I just pray that he gets other people to do it. I just want to see more of it. Like, I just want to see more scripture on clothing. I want to see more scripture on vehicles. You know, I want to see more people, you know, sharing the gospel so we can defeat the enemy. Because the way everything is, is because we're not fighting back. We're not praying enough. Prayer is really what it comes down to. But when you're spreading the gospel, you're educating the lost so they can enlist into the army and get on the front lines with us so we can beat the enemy. Why do you think during COVID they were telling you that you can't worship in church? Because that's how much praise and worship destroys the enemy. That's how much prayer praying together with other obedient followers destroys the enemy. I've been waiting for God to send me obedient disciples and followers so I, I, we can have, you know, daily prayer time. You know, I've been trying to convert people into Christians to get them to that level so we can do that, but it doesn't really work because they're not serious about their walk with the Lord. It's lip service, but I don't see the action, you know. And I had I had a friend of mine that lived in Cincinnati and I was driving hours and hours away to bring people from Columbus to his church to get them baptized. And I was, you know, doing the most, like really fighting for people. But these people just don't don't want to fight for themselves. And I'm my fight for myself is hard enough to where I got to try to fight for someone else who doesn't doesn't want to fight. So. It's a lonely, it's like a boxer, like being a boxer or a fighter, you know, it's just a lonely path. It's a narrow road and it's, you know, we're, we're usually in it by ourselves, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and the enemy's working. Like once you do find somebody who, who's serious about it, the enemy might take them out, you know, because this guy, you know, I was trying to build him up, you know, and, uh, I thought he was my friend, you know, but, you know, it, as childhood friends, he betrayed me and snaked me, you know, and I forgave him like it never happened, you know, picked up as if it, it never occurred. But he just kept he just kept making comments and accusations and judgments and, and you know, digging it, digging at me, you know, like the enemy is the accuser. He was coming at me like that. And it was just like, you know what? I'm fighting for this dude. I'm, I'm going out of my way to try to fight for him and his family. I'm fasting for him and his family. I'm trying to help them, you know, navigate the path and trying to do research for them and try to help them figure out, you know, how to approach spiritual warfare and what to pray against. And and uh, he just, he lashed out at me, you know what I mean? And uh, he just, he just felt like he kind of turned to the dark side, you know, and it was just like, 
felt like God was like, look, man, you can only do so much, you know? And uh, the devil is, is, is attacking his family. He's going through a lot, so just pull back. So that's what I did. I pulled back, you know what I mean? It kind of hurt me to do so, but it's just like, you got to follow God's instructions and do what God wants you to do, you know, and, and let God handle the rest. And so that's what I did. Still pray for them, still pray for his family, you know, that that friendship isn't there, that relationship isn't there, but it's cool, you know. Um, you know, God can, is fully capable of taking care of all of that, you know. And that that's going to be the same thing with some of you, you know, with with what you're going through in your life, whether it's a husband or a wife or your children, aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, stepbrothers, stepsisters, co-workers, neighbors. Prayer works because I was beefing with all my neighbors. All my neighbors was against me. Fasted, prayed, fasted, prayed. And I'm talking like seasons of that. You know, not just a couple days and nothing happening. Seasons. Three, four months at a time. It took years. It took years, years to clean it up. And during the process of praying my for my neighbors, two of them died. So, I don't know. You know, only God knows what's going on, you know, in the spiritual realm. You know, I definitely don't wish death on nobody. You know, I want everybody to get right with God. But if you continue to live in sin, there's a point where God turns you over to a reprobate mind, you know. And only God knows when it's the correct time to do that. So if God's going to do that, if God turns people over to a reprobate mind, God, you know, realizes that they're, they're not willing to change, they're not willing to repent. And God, you know, leaves them to their own devices. You know, sometimes we have to leave them to their own devices as well. You know, so that's what I did, man. I just, you know, it's 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 a battle, man. This is this is when they say only the strong survive, like that's for real. And I've never ever had to go through anything more challenging and more difficult than being a Christian. That is not lukewarm. That's where it's difficult. That's where it's tough. You know. And every day, I don't know if I'm going to make it, man. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like, I seriously wrestle with that. Working out my salvation with fear and trembling is, like, the truest statement that's ever been made. You know, it's such a real scripture. Because I have no clue. Now, to others around me that are living a lukewarm lifestyle... Believers that are living a lukewarm lifestyle, non-believers, they think I'm good. <laughs> they think I'm like, you know, super good, you know, and I'm not. <laughs> In my mind, they have no idea the stuff that I go through. And it's mental. It's mental and spiritual. But mentally, the thoughts that are interjected into my mind that I don't want to think, I have to cast away these vain imaginations. I have to surrender all my thoughts to the obedience of Christ by the millisecond, by the nanoseconds, all day long. All day long I have to deal with that. And since I'm always interacting with the public, I'm dealing with their demons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which makes it even more difficult. Because it's enough of me cleaning up my space 
But when people come around me and their spaces are dirty, I got to deal with that as well and deal with them, you know, being vehicles for the demonic. So, look, I'm going to jump off here. I just hit my um, maximum recording time for this segment. And uh, it's time to draw it to a close. Hopefully, that that's cool. That, that helped, you know, some of y'all. I know I'm rough around the edges. You know, I don't speak correctly or properly or, you know, um, I know I don't fit in, <laughs> you know, into like the upper class or to the middle class, or to even the lower class, like maybe my appearance and my speech, but the Holy Spirit make me an enemy to the world, so it's cool, that's Gucci, I ain't tripping, you know, just as long as God got me, I'm cool, but it's not easy, you know, I'm battling, and I'm hungry right now, so it's 3, 3.20, so I fasted, fasted till um, three today. We'll say, well, I say three thirty because, or maybe even four, depending on where I eat, how long it takes to eat. I'm gonna eat and then I'm gonna work. Um, second shift, work until midnight, probably five to midnight. Cause, <clears throat> you know, when I got off work last night, man, I had to, I had to get that website together. I had to just do. All of the legal stuff on the website. Brio de Luz. B-R-I-L-L-O-D-E-L-U-Z.com. The link's in the podcast. Show some love. If there's issues with checking out, it's because I got to make sure I have the money in my business banking account. Because they charge me before they charge you. So that's why I'm, I'm responsible, you know, no matter what. Which makes it difficult, you know. That's also why I'm trying to keep things cheap because I don't got paper. I don't got money like that. So, oh, but I could definitely, you know, most of the purchases on there, you know, I can, I could probably, you know, handle that. But that's why some of the purchases don't, don't, don't go through when people try to make purchases, and that's why I put my number up there. And I just had to do a lot of work. So I put the disclaimers, the privacy policy, um, I think um, terms and conditions and, you know, all, uh, all the, the return policies like that took a long time. So, man, that was that was a headache trying to get all that together because it's national. You know, it's not just for Ohio. It's for the whole United States and Europe. And it's just different legal things for all of that. And it's just it's a headache. But I got all that done and I put the share buttons on there so people could share it on Facebook and share it on social media, which will help me because promoting and marketing is, is my issue. And honestly, man, I need somebody to partner with me on this e-commerce site. There's people that are millionaires off of these Shopify accounts. You know, they're making $50,000, $60,000 a month, man. And I'm willing to split everything 50-50, you know, and that's including fees and expenses you know what i'm saying but i just need a marketing monster a christian market a christian marketing monster so lord send me that you know and hopefully this podcast hits somebody you know what i mean i was hoping it hit a, a, a multi-millionaire or somebody out there so i could really get somebody with some some power to, to get this thing going 
but you know, I feel like you know, Jubilee and all the talks of that, and that you know, God turning over, you know, dang, I gotta jump off now. Anyways, I post the episodes on that. I love y'all. Be blessed in Jesus' name.